Hello. This is Underground Owensboro. I am your host, um, Human Error, Reggie Banger. And today I will be interviewing my friend Jacob, known as AU Pettigrew. You. You know, and my uh, homie uh, Ed is here, you know what I'm saying, to help out with this yes, sir, interview. Yeah. Um, Jake, man, what's up? Life. Life? Yeah. What, what's up with life? It's just cycles. You wake up, you eat, you shit. Can I cuss? Yeah, go ahead. You know, you can shit. <laughs> Shower, get clean, get fresh. Hobbies, entertainment. Yeah. Work, family. The essentials. That's it. Yeah, the, the very essentials in life that you need. Everything. Um, Let them know what you do. <clears throat> so, uh, uh, I work with sound, you know. Like <laughs> harmonics. Like, I make, I produce. So, like, beats. For, for 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 people who spit, you know what I'm saying. People who really um, appreciate words and Ed. forming them, Ed. yes, <laughs> such as Ed. Ed. <laughs> but people who appreciate um, the music, the content, you know, that's the you know, like my whole style is is formulated by like the '90s and '80s when hip hop was um, originated to you know basically spread knowledge and love and wisdom to the community before you know an agenda was put on it to create disruption so uh i'm just trying to bring that you know the appreciation the love for the art form back to uh you know to the people understandable as it should um i love the new music nowadays you know what i'm saying but there's nothing wrong with it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. In life, there's, there's the positive, there's the negatives, ups, downs, in and out. There's duality to this life that we have. So, I mean, you know what I'm saying? There's there's that energy, and then there's the energy that I create. But it's just all about what you what you appreciate, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because, I mean, I have love for that energy, too. Like, when I go to the gym, you know what I'm saying? Like, I really appreciate yeah. that energy. There's nothing wrong with it, but it's just it's just it's overly saturated you yeah know what I'm uh, as understandable but i i just love this i love i love certain though. shit yeah. you know i don't love everything i love certain shit you know what i'm saying it is what it is but um how was it um you're from here right yeah i was born and raised well i'll say i was born until like like i think it was i was three and then i moved out to greenville south carolina how was that um, I mean, do you was, even remember? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was there until I was ten, so oh, okay. it was it was beautiful. Um, a lot of people that look like me, you know, um, multicultural. Yeah. Like I don't know. I felt like it was it was a, a, a experience that I needed to have. You know, at an early yeah. age, and unlike just being in this city and and only seeing what this city has to offer. Yeah. So I know, you know, kind of what life. There's more to life than just what's here. Yeah, understandable. Very understandable. Um, so, how was it growing up there? We're going through your early childhood years. Well, I mean, when I was in Greenville, we lived like in in kind of like a, a like an apartment complex, right? So there was like three stages to it, and I was around a lot of kids, so I got to like have a. a a fun childhood, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I was the only nigga on the block with the PlayStation 2 and the Xbox, <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I had people come through, we would chill and whatever, but 
Um, I mean, I, I think that it was it was a good experience. It was cool. Um, when I moved back here, it was like more in the house. I wasn't really outside a lot. You know what I'm saying? I really like live. I didn't really live in a neighborhood, so um, I was just inside a lot. Yeah, that's how I am these days. Mm-hmm. I'm inside a lot. Same. Um, what what age did you start picking up interest in music? I've always had <coughs> interest in music. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was introduced to, like, Outkast, Nas, Big, early, early. You know what I'm saying? Like, even yeah. my mom was into it. My pops really brought me into it, but... Shout out Renee. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out my dude. Yeah. But I didn't really... um, I really didn't find an appreciation for creating music until my senior year in high school. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I would say that the man next to me, Ed, really inspired me. Cause yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was like the, the illest nigga at the time. And still, I feel like <laughs> yeah. the illest nigga when it comes to writing and, and, and spitting. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, I was writing my shit. And he was a, he was a little more or a lot more advanced than I was <laughs> when it came to writing and, and songs and whatnot. So I was like, you know what? Maybe let me, let me try, try to make the beats. And then I got my laptop back in like 2016. This is like a year after I graduated high school. Yeah. And then I started making beats from there. And then ever since there, you know what I'm saying, I fell in love with it. And you know what's crazy is I would say my freshman year in college, that's when I probably tried to start taking the music shit seriously. Yeah. And, of course, Jacob was a part of that. So it was like me, Jacob, Drew, Zach. Yeah. Like everybody from high school was all like, we, we, we still like kept together close that freshman yeah. year. So they would come by the dorm and shit and we would try to record. And like, Jacob was like, yeah, but I'm going to start producing. Yeah, do that shit. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You know, like we, we had this shit all planned out. Like, yeah, we're gonna start producing. I'm gonna hop on that shit. <laughs> yeah. like, but at the time, like, I was very raw. Like, I was ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, at, at just song structure, like, I had a lot of shit to figure out. Yeah. And Jacob was like new to like the producer shit. He had to get the software. He had to understand like who he was as a producer. So like to see the evolution from like just both of us is like crazy. Like, that yeah, it is crazy because I I remember you saying that like. Remember when Jacob said he was just gonna start producing out of you know, and, and it was like, like he took that shit serious. Like, a lot of and then now, yeah, yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna do something. They never do it. Yeah, that, like, look, now it. here we are, yeah. actually making fucking beats. It's man, fucking tight. Man, it's, it's fun. That's like I feel like the most important thing is is having fun with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's your baby. Like you love it, and I love to do it. And nurture I feel like, it. Exactly, but. I didn't understand why I didn't want to like just create with people, but like now I see that right now in a time of making music is so easy because it's so accessible. There's like it's it's far and few between like people who create it and people who create it that are like talented that put time into it. Like it's very easy to make, but it's not easy to make good content. Like it takes time. Like in life, you know, like when you you look to your elders for questions because they've lived through it, they've experienced it. Like with myself, you know, for the longest I kind of struggled with with confidence in it because I, I wasn't I wasn't there yet, but I mm. knew I was gonna be there. Now you know what I'm saying. I'm at the point to where my style has evolved, and I'm so 
comfortable and I'm so I'm at a point where I understand that my shit is like really like undeniable you know what I'm saying yeah so when I, I dish it off I have to dish it off to people that I know you know what I'm saying will, will slam that shit yeah, you know what I'm saying understandable. my music's the oop the production's the oop and the artist I feel like slams that shit you know yeah. what I'm saying I'm definitely not slamming <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't like my person in this room slamming that's definitely it I'm, I just be trying but um it's coming with time with yeah time, with time man, it's practice man. That, that's what i'm uh, i've been um <clears throat> having to like um tell myself what anything i start to do it's like a master was once a student mm-hmm. you have to go through those those years those, the process you can't just jump head first in and just expect to be this mm-hmm. great thing so i'm all for the slow burn now that's what i'm all for now nowadays but yeah, plus think about it like if you was to get what you really desire too soon would you be ready for it not too because there's a lot of people i feel like are given that platform and they're they're not ready they're not able to maintain that you know what i'm saying that could come with a lot of stress a lot of stress like the yeah. whole world looking at you 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 know what i'm saying like you some overnight some overnight type shit and then all of a sudden you got people looking at you you got people telling you who you are. Yeah. You have people judging you left and right, but it's you know what I'm saying because it's it's a mental game as much as anything. Yeah. So. Facts. Shit is crazy, man. It is crazy. Um, <coughs> what what is your creative process when when making music? How does that look? Like? What does that look like? I feel like there's really no process to it. Sometimes it's I'm led by drums. I'll hear a drum pattern and I'll lay that down first, and then I'll look for samples. Other times I'll look for the melody and the and the sample first, and then lay down the drums. The bass always comes last because I feel like the bass is the most difficult thing to like conquer. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you could have like a perfect song, and then when it comes to the mixing phase, you try to do the bass, and that it'll either be too distorted, it'll be, um, it won't cut through the mix well. It'll have to compete with the kicks. So it's like the the bass for me is always like the last thing, but like usually like drums or, or melody but I don't really I don't really like um think too much when it comes to the music it's more of like a feeling so whatever I feel I, it's like more in the moment and spontaneous rather than like thought out um so you don't never think anything out you just go <clears throat> with the feeling I, I think things out sometimes but it's it's um I feel like it's hard to like think things out it's more of like in in like a a song structure if I was to oh, yeah, think yeah, something yeah. out but like just like making beats and whatnot, it's it's not really like too much thinking it's just whatever comes to me yeah Under, like I like here recently like like I said writing songs is very hard mm-hmm. like if you really sit and think about it, that shit is hard like to write a whole song and keep an idea I think that's very hard but if you just go in the go in there and then just freestyle say whatever's off the top of the dome and then just feel like that's way easier than writing a full song mm-hmm. which is what but like then again people don't even be appreciating like somebody writing a full idea about something i feel like nowadays they don't even care they're just that's when a good flow you know mm-hmm. which which is fine you know but that idea is very i feel like it's underrated and the whole idea being being um completed i I don't know, man. I think, like, in hip-hop, we don't really appreciate songs enough. Yeah. But, like, you look at other genres, like, that's all really what it's about. But, like, hip-hop formed, like, a whole new meaning to music. Like, you can just, like you said, freestyle. Like, nobody was just, just creating 
an entire two minute, three minute, four minute track off of just saying what comes to mind without even thinking about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Black Thought freestyled for 10 minutes. Like 10 minutes and it was all cohesive, like as if it was a song. That was definitely stock bars, though. There's no way that, like, he just... If you listen to his music, you would... Black like, Thought is on another level. He's the truth. <laughs> As a rapper, like, like, he is your favorite rapper's rapper. He's, he's, like, the rapper's rapper, bro. He's... Yeah. Yeah, like, he really be freestyling. And it's crazy how he can just think of something and just... Genius. Like, that's him. Yeah. <laughs> that's him. <laughs> he was chosen. Like, he did It wasn't like... He was like, okay, I'm gonna be, like... He was chosen. You know what I'm saying? Like, some people do it, and then some people were chosen to do it. I think Method Man had a line like that. Yeah. Some niggas do it, and some niggas are chosen. Yeah, it's, it's different. I wish I was chosen. You're sick. <laughs> um, um, so, do you ever challenge yourself to make shit outside your comfort zone? Hmm... I, I remember like you saying. I remember you saying that you were going to try to. Like, you were trying to start merging the electronic, or we, or we said something about that one day. We, we were uh, watching that wrestling show. We were talking about like I was talking about like I don't even like like rap music and shit. I try to be listening to other shit, and I was like electronic music or whatever. You was like, yeah, I've been trying to like dabble in that, or. I would. Well, I'll say with the the thing that I've been I guess challenging myself with lately would be adding on to music rather than just keeping like a melody drums and bass i would add like more music to it maybe like a i would add like a soft pad under just um to add an atmospheric feel or i might put like um people talking but real subtle and add like an effect to make it kind of pan left and right just yeah. just to make the music feel like it's a, uh, a body of work but it's, I don't, I wouldn't say it was really like a, ch it would be like challenging because I'm not really like thinking of it consciously. Yeah. But it's just something that I've observed that I've been doing as of lately. Yeah. Do you ever plan on trying to merge in different genres or? I have the software to do it, but it would just be like the time to set aside the time. Because I really enjoy what I'm doing now. Yeah. Um, the type of instrumentals that I make, like the boom bap and whatnot, but like it would just take me time to kind of do the history on artists before and then kind of critically listen and you know what I'm saying? And that would take a lot of time away from what I'm doing now. Yeah. Like I said, I like what I'm doing now. But like eventually I'm going to grow out of it. I wouldn't say I'd grow out of it because that's my core, but I would kind of lose interest. How can I word it? There will be a time where I want to explore. Yeah. That time is not, not now. Not now. You, nah. you know what you want. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Understandable. I get it. Um. So was there was there a artist or anything that you heard and was like, yeah, I want to start like making beat or like just doing music in general. I mean, you said earlier like Outkast, Jay Z, just different people you listen to. But was there like certain moment or certain person you heard and you were like, damn, I really want to do this. When I was introduced to Mad Libs music. Mad Lib. Yeah. yeah. Cause like my um I have two sound clouds, right? I have one of my previous style which kinda wasn't like influenced by anything. It was just like 
playing with sound me thinking yeah, yeah. me thinking and creating yeah as opposed to now it's like i kind of know what the feel of the music is so i don't really have to think i just catch it as soon as it happens i start the creative process yeah and you can hear the change in the music like now it's more of like four bar measures loop add things but back then it would be like 16 bars i would create something for 16 and then maybe add like eight or maybe 10, maybe 12, and then go back to like 16. Or maybe I'd have like a 32 verse, a 32 bar verse. But like now it's it's like uh, my music is more dense, but it has different elements left and right coming in. Maybe like every four bars I may add something. And that's Madlib inspired? Yeah. Yeah, Madlib. And like I chop my music, so I'll take the audio, chop it up, and then uh, basically assign those chops to like a key and then switch between C, D, and E and then formulate a pattern. And then after that, the drums and then the bass. Like that's like a lot of my style right now. Yeah. The chop style, yeah. yeah and chop. that was greatly inspired by Mad Lib, Doom, RZA, Pete Rock, and Premier. And those were like... Premier? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I heard you got that song on Madden shit. <laughs> yeah. Um. So what? So you you just named? I was gonna ask you who were some more people inspired you or whatever. But um, what albums, like bodies of work, really like your top five bodies of work that really inspire you to like make music? What are those? Or what were those if they're or current day whatever past or anything current day? That inspires you? One, I would say probably like the the number one would be Illmatic just because of the producers that were on there. Yeah. Like Pete Rock, Large Professor, Premier, Q-Tip, um, Mad Villainy with Mad Lib. Mostly why, 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 explain why, elaborate why on these as well. Why, the why? first one, because of the production, like it, you know what I'm saying, all the producers that I looked up to was on that album. That's why I you know the beats were as crazy on yeah. Illmatic, and then on top of that, you know what I'm saying you had the, uh, the, the, the basically the ghetto gospel. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like Nas yeah, yeah. was he was the man poetically. Yeah. Um, the Doom and Madlib project, just because the the, the samples used, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's not really like straightforward. It's not expected, but the sound. It, it's it's like it's timeless you know what i'm saying it's 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 extremely random but at the same time it's so well put together and the words that mf doom can put together you know like the phrases in and in, in his verses are, are extreme you know lyrically and you know extremely far-fetched you know what i'm saying like yeah. a lot of people aren't thinking that way he's a villain he's rapping from the perspective <laughs> of a villain like it's crazy like it's crazy I would say Outkast Aquemini's album. Yeah. Because their production Shit's is crazy. phenomenal. Yeah. Um and and their style, you know, uh swag. Like the, the, they're they aren't like afraid to express themselves, like what they look like. You know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. they're really like the AT aliens, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's it's really that. They're aliens. But when you listen to the music, you get a feel of their culture, you get a feel of who they are as people and and as intellectuals because you listen to their music and you can take things away from it. Um, I forget the group that um, that does their production. Do you? Ed, you can help me out. 
possibly. Are you talking about does Outcast? Yeah, there's a group. I remember they had the oh, dungeon. Does their, oh. the dungeon family, yeah. Yeah, dungeon. And it was yeah, I couldn't. Okay. Because I do remember that documentary. Yeah, I remember the the dungeon. We used to be in the dungeon, you know, just recording <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah. So I, I would I would assume it was. I'm pretty sure it was it was people throughout the dungeon family or even themselves. I I really. I know Equimini's fire. That's what I do know. Mm-hmm. That shit is fire. They did a lot of live music. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Like they would have instrumentalists coming and play. So like that sound. Like there's there's a yeah. Reason they why actually care about the craft. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that's why I respect respect them a lot. Have a lot of respect for them. I would say um, also probably like just all of Jay Z's music. Jay-Z. Just because you know what I'm saying? He he really. Inspires the businessman slash woman in all of us. You know what I'm saying? Like if if we if we love something and want to capitalize off of it, he'll give you literally the blueprint. You know what I'm saying? He will teach you how to conquer mentally, and then physically you do the work. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? And and in his his production with with Timbaland and 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 the Neptunes and. And uh, 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 just blaze, you know the, the production's tight as well. And the mm-hmm. fifth, oh, I don't know. I have to. I ha- I would probably have to come back to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No tribe, no woo. You know what? Cause it's like the fifth spot. Cause it's the last spot. You know what I'm you saying? Can throw so in you can throw in the gotta, tie. Throw tie. I would probably say the woo. I'd probably say that the the thirty six chamber album just because they have so many spitters in the camp that <clears throat> it inspired me to write myself. Like I really didn't care about like writing rhymes until I listened to the music and I was like, okay, so if there was some type of music that I would like to create, it would be along these lines. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's educational. It's funny. This egos like or alter egos. You know what I'm saying? Like. Rizzo's Bobby Digital and then Ghostface Pretty Tone and then you know what I'm saying Method yeah. Man's to Cal like it's it's so many different personas and so many different perspectives but when they form you know what I'm saying it's like Voltron <laughs> yeah. it's just it's ill they all come together and massacre and like nobody would really want to step to that yeah I, I've yet to um really get into the woo like like I've listened to a couple of stuff I have like a couple of joints uh, uh I like, but I just never like fully got into like their bodies of work, really. Oh yeah, and that too. You know what I'm saying? Like the the bodies of work, like yeah, the artists themselves, whether it be under Rizzo's production or you know whenever the 2000s came and then they kind of split up and then they kind of went their own ways. Still, even then, it doesn't matter whose pr- production was on it. The the music had been so consistent and the talent was so raw that. You know what I'm saying? That the what they said still shine through. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Cause they, like I said, they had their person. Like I know, cause I know who most of Wu Tang through their personalities. You know, like ODB, Ghostface, RZA. You know what I'm saying? Like just like the way that they were all different, but they mesh so well. Like mm-hmm. that's how I know them. But I thought that shit was tight. I just never really got into it. Like I, just, I don't know. I just have to be really invested into like an artist or group or whatever for me to like really get into their music but hopefully one day i'll come around <coughs> to doing that shit after this podcast <laughs> possibly <laughs> possibly i maybe maybe um so who who is your top five 
top five artists? All time. Now, I'm not gonna say all time. I'm gonna say right now. Who? I'm, saying, I'm saying all time. Okay, we can do both. Yeah. Dylan. 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 Um. You said for for my genre. Or I'm mean, so anything. Okay. One, my favorite of all time is Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye, why, why Marvin Gaye? His sonics, you know what I'm saying? Like his, his his voice, yeah. The way it cuts, it doesn't matter. He, you know what I'm saying? He could put out a whole album, just acapella, like no instrumentation, nothing but his voice, and it would still go quadruple uranium. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and plus, you know, he was a political man. You know, he was about he was about teaching the people the 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 um the ways of society. Yeah. He was also teaching love. He was also, you know, uh, a man who spoke from the heart. Yeah. You know, I appreciated his music, and I appreciated who he was, you know, off of uh, off the stage. Yeah. Two. I would say Nas. Mm, I would say Nas for the simple fact that he was my way of getting into hip hop. Yeah. Hip hop, not like rap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The 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 poetry he was he he was the bridge between hip hop to rap but his style was more hip hop his content was was like rap slash hip hop it was street but it was poetical yeah three i would say rizza for not only his production but for the education, you know, he taught me a lot. You know, um, he put me onto like Supreme Mathematics, the Supreme Alphabet, basically uh, a way of of life. He brought me into spirituality. Like the whole, if you listen to the Wu Tang, that's something that you'll be introduced to is spirituality. Yeah. Getting to know yourself, and then once you know yourself, then you can kind of see everything outside of you in a relation to you, and then you can kind of. Uh, essentially create your own reality from that point yeah for I would say Stevie cause he is what as an artist I would inspire to be yeah. you know what I'm saying he was a multi instrument player he you know he had crazy vocals I don't know if I want to sing or not but yeah. but um, <laughs> uh, his impact you know what I'm saying he he was um a visionary he, you know he didn't even have physical vision but could sense and feel how things were going on in the world yeah um and and fifth damn these questions mm, yeah fifth I'd say ED <laughs> wait, <laughs> e, wait for it D. You standing on that? Standing on it. Bad. Um, is your um top five? If no I, genre though, no genre, just your top five musicians. I'm gonna give you both because I, I I gotta do top five. My favorites and I gotta give my top five all time rappers, bro. Because you know it's hip hop. You know what I'm saying? You, you got to. But I would say uh, 
I, I can't give you an order because there there are tiers to it. There are different levels. I, I, I'm not the judge of that. I can only give you who I feel like deserves to be in that conversation. I'm going to go Prince. Prince, as an artist, Prince was, I would say, probably the first artist because my grandmother, my mom's mom was in love with Prince. He was the first artist that I heard, right? And he had a lot of rock inspiration, and he could play the electric guitar. And actually, if you want to be technical, he probably was one of the best like guitar players of all time. He was amazing. But he implemented like shit in his music <clears throat> that I would say has yet to be like reproduced. He was so like in tuned with how he wanted his shit to sound. Right. And like he was not gonna let anybody tell him like This is not it. This is not it. He was like, I don't give a fuck. And like this shit he was making like classics. Like that whole purple rain era. You turn that shit on right now. <laughs> it's still gonna slap. It's just still gonna slap. Like he was he was just like an elite artist. You know what I'm saying? And like he's not one of those artists that he didn't have like the popularity as like Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson or Madonna, but like he has the respect, like he, he has that. Again, it it goes to it goes to like he was an artist, artist. You know what I'm saying? Like your favorite artist, that's their favorite artist. Was like, because he was just on another level. We talk about tears. He was on that tier. Um, of course, I'm throwing Michael Jackson in there because when you talk about somebody who was like chosen to do music, <laughs> Michael, like you can't picture Michael Jackson doing anything but being a performer. You know, like picture Michael Jackson working at McDonald's. <laughs> like what the fuck are you doing? Bro? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like he was born to be a performer. Like everything he does was thought out. It was planned, and he did that shit to perfection. And he, it, regardless of you know, I can't speak on like his um, his cases or his you know. We're not talking about that. We're talking about the music. Yeah, exactly. I, I can't speak on that. But when it comes to what he provided to music. And how he tried to reach out through his music. Um, I mean, there's just only one MJ, but like, there, I don't think there's a better performer. I think Michael Jackson is the greatest performer of all time. Um, I think, <laughs> I think that when it comes to, and when you talk about experiences, we're, we're talking about concerts, and you said that you would only go to see it, uh, a couple of people because you feel like they're worth seeing. A lot of niggas are not worth seeing, even though you like their music. It's not like worth seeing, like. Michael Jackson, most deaf, like, worth, like, you want to go see, like, an experience, like, that's Michael Jackson, he was a fucking, like, experience. Yeah, his act was, his act was crazy. Crazy, you know what I'm saying, yeah. like, and, like, he, he was not satisfied, satisfied unless, you know, he felt like this shit's perfect, so, I gotta, you gotta throw him Jack in there. I'm gonna throw, <clears throat> I'm gonna throw Aerosmith in there. They're my favorite rock band. They put me on to, like, a rock and roll, classic rock and roll. Uh, Toys in the Attic is probably one of my favorite rock albums. Uh, they were so like when people talk about like when Uzi said like I'm a rock star like I want to be a rock star like them they were fucking rock stars you know what I'm saying like they lived the life of like it was like a fuck it type of attitude you know what I'm yeah. saying like and it was just that's how I envision like the whole rock and roll experience to be and it was all through Aerosmith and like the music is so like Steven Tyler as a vocalist fire and you throw that in with like 
the instrumentation, like songs like Sweet Emotion, ridiculous. And then of course, their fucking uh, collab with Run DMC go down always as an epic moment in both hip hop and rock. Like that fusion, epic. So I got the Aerosmith in there. Uh, if I do two more, I would say <laughs> it's hard, man. Uh, Kanye, Kendrick, Jay Z, Lil Wayne, Lil B. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think, man. It, it's so much. I would throw most Def done. I'm, I'm, I'm th- I'll throw Kanye in there as an artist. He would be my top five. Look, you, his discography runs crazy. It runs crazy. Look, if you drop classic, 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 eight oh eight, classic. You No, fuck with it. I, 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 I went demon though? classic. Why not though? Classic. Um, because I feel like. For a classic album, of course, everybody, a lot of old heads are going to throw the timeless, like, this shit has to be timeless, so you can't deem an album a classic to, like, 10 years prior. I do feel like there's some albums that come out that you can deem, like, this shit right here is an instant classic off the strength of how the album flows, right? And you look at the track list. If you can sit through an album, right, and that shit is tick for tack, meaning that you sit there. And you don't have the need to skip through tracks or pick out like two, three songs and be like, I'm done with it. But like if you have to listen through an album in its entirety and if that shit like transcends your era and it influence like influences niggas in your era, I don't see like what else more you can, you know, like I, I'm a that's college dropout. Look. Your thoughts on this, Jacob? Do you think Kanye was trying to do that last summer when he was putting out those 20 minute, 30 minute albums? Because really, like, when I listen to that Push album, I don't, I don't, I don't skip a track. I always yeah, listen to yeah. it from beginning. That shit is fun. Yeah, and, I, and I, people, I don't, I don't skip and, a, I, a I lot of people were deeming that Daytona as a classic. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. that shit was so fucking fire. And I feel like, and I don't know if he was, I, I think Kanye at that point in time, I don't know what he was on. Uh, I'm listening to that shit after this. I'm, I'm not listening. To that. Well, I'm listening to Daytona after this. I, I don't know what he was. I on. forgot it. Like I forgot how far that was. Just so y'all said something. But I feel like he was. When it comes to creativity, bro, Kanye. Uh, uh, there's a very few people who's on Kanye's level. So there's there's no telling what he's thinking. But like, at the end of the day, the music is gonna be there. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of how you feel about like his political views or like the the, the shit he says, I'm gonna fuck with Kanye regardless because of his fucking music. Mm-hmm. And you know. I this shit's there. I grew up with it, and it's still like here. Tr- yeah, it's still here, and he's still making shit like Jesus is King. I fuck with. Yeah, I may be biased towards it because it's called Jesus is King. <laughs> but regardless, I think the music is fire. You fuck with Jesus is King, Jacob? Or if you even check it out, I listened to it once. Yeah, and and it's Kanye. Like I'm a huge Kanye fan. Like it, that's it. It stays at one. Maybe I'll revisit it soon. Yeah. but I don't know. Yeah, to, to me, it's Kanye. To me, Kanye's Kanye. There's very few people, um, all time, that can like do or has done what Kanye has done. Um, and the body of work speaks for itself. I mean, the runs he's been on, uh, very few can. Yeah. But <laughs> back to the point of 808s not being a classic. I feel like a lot of the shit we hear nowadays is influenced through that. 
that yeah that could be deemed back to that but it was very influential towards people like Drake um, but then again that but like but if you, you look at say, it though Drake is one of the probably the biggest yeah, but you know you can say that pop Kanye, rap acts out facts you can say Kanye took that album though like you know that's influenced by three stacks De La Soul people like that um, I, I don't think it's, it's as strong as a college dropout late registration graduation or my beautiful dark twisted fantasy um, I do think it's a, like a good album I don't want to get that misconstrued just because like I'm saying it's not a classic it is it is a good album um, I just don't think it's track list wise is not as strong as his other albums um, and I feel like if we had to be like you know one album out of that 2000s era album has to go and I think that album is the one that's gonna go so yeah understandable um Jacob you, which, you like fuck with Kanye uh, yeah I fuck with him what's your favorite Kanye project probably uh Dark Fantasy Dark Fantasy that's usually crazy. everyone's it's just crazy just the, like the production <laughs> the production's phenomenal crazy just like the story behind it you know he invited producers and artists to all go out to an island i forget which island it was but like every day they wake up and play basketball or they all wake up and then go get something to eat and then go play basketball and then like do different things on the island you know what i'm saying and like kind of make the chemistry genuine so it wasn't just always about music you know they were they were living bonding yeah yeah it makes the music i feel like that stuff makes the music way more easier Mm -hmm. and i look at kanye as like an art like Kanye wouldn't be in my all-time, like, top five rappers list, you know what I'm saying? But he's most definitely in my top five artists list because I think Kanye, he, he transcends what rap is. And, of course, there's different elements to rap to where, like, Kanye's very open about, like, yeah, I work with people and, like, writing and shit like that, um, which is cool, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if that's not... If, if Kendrick came out tomorrow and was like, I have Ghost Riders, that's going to hurt, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, I view Kendrick as, like, that, his, his whole shit is his penmanship, you know, like... Versus Kanye shit is just everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really so, experimental, you know Yeah, yeah, like so... If you listen to the 808s, like, that was, like... At the time, that, that shit was, like, was crazy. Yeah. yeah, that was crazy. And, and, and a lot of people flacked on that shit. Like, uh, again, a lot of people who were, like, very traditional hip-hop and does not want to see shit, like, evolve or trans... They're like, what? This shit's ass. Yeah, just you like, know you know, people saying the new shit right now is ass, but you know. But what Kanye gives you is always content. A lot of these new niggas are not giving you substance. It's a lot of bullshit. And I'm not saying it's everybody. I'd agree, I'd agree. And Kanye doesn't try to sound like anybody else, you know what I'm saying? Like, Kanye sounds like Kanye. A lot of people sound try to sound like other people. Five beats which is a the day difference. for three summers, that you know what I'm saying? You can have your own sound. Niggas, you gotta respect Kanye. You ain't gotta like him. But as a musician, I feel like you got to respect Yeah, his talent's undeniable. Facts. I would agree as well. He, Kanye's amazing. His, yeah, bro. Amazing. So that, that was your number four, right? Was it my four? Yeah, that was four. You said... Uh, 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 five, I'm going to say Beethoven. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to stand by it. Beethoven. Fire. It's good music he might to be, sample. He might be number one. For all producers. Literally ass. All right. And chop any of that shit up. Rappers, though? Oh, yeah, Jacob. Top five rappers. Oh, yeah. Go, 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 go. Let's hear it. Ten seconds. Ten. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, like, in no order, though. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, 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 that's too much. That's, that's too much. That's too much pressure. Yeah. I would say Doom. <sighs> I love it. That's that's great. I love that. I want to put I want to put Jay Electronica in there just because his music you is, can put is very dense. 
and it's 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 cool. You know what I'm saying? And his voice is amazing. But it's amazing. He don't. You know what I'm saying? Like no he really, like, body of work. Fuck you me. know what I'm saying? He pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> Doom. Um. Nas, of course. Kane, Big Daddy Kane. I gotta close my eyes and visualize for this. <laughs> Big Daddy Kane. Ghost, like Ghostface. Um, Why Ghost? Just because it's. To me, I feel like he's the best spitter in Wu. Just like you listen to his music, and it's and it's it's, it's, it's similar to Nas in a way that you, you know Nas has a lot a lot of duty beats. Like his his be- I feel like he be doing it on purpose just to <laughs> yeah. show that he can. I don't he think can it's just a, kill it lyrically, but I don't think saying? it's like Earl Sweatshirt East like bad though. You know, have you heard Earl, have you, you heard East, haven't you? Yeah, it's no. not as bad as that. That is, I mean, like the Doctor Knock boots. I don't know. I, I, you know what I'm saying? He be it's just like it's it's weird, but yeah, that's the one um, that Nas is beats selection is. <laughs> <laughs> but but I mean like that like his pretty tone like his style like the way he dresses you know what I'm saying the like, swagger. I ain't never seen nobody with like a big ass eagle you know what I'm saying like yeah. the gold chains we they was going in the direction of the gold chains but he had a, a mag you know what I'm saying I don't even know how to describe it like some shit out of like Egypt way back in the day type shit um five. I would just, I would, um, I'm gonna probably like come back to this later and, and just be like, damn, I can't believe I didn't say it, but. <laughs> that's how it goes, though. Yeah, that's, that's exactly how it goes. I say three stacks. Did I say three stacks already? Nah. Nah. Yeah, three stacks is on that list. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of three stacks. Because just. He, he kind of set the tone for the South. You know what I'm saying? Like Atlanta. Understandable. I'll say specifically, and and you know, what I'm saying he had a huge impact on the culture, and, and like he's real exclusive with who he works with. You know, what I'm yeah. saying he's he's real formulaic with his music. You know, if you was to get a verse from Three Stacks, you're blessed. Facts. You know it's like getting a verse from Jesus. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just seen a, a little clip of him, him talking about him not being inspired to make any music recently. It was, mm-hmm. You know, he was with Rick Rubin. He asked him like, um. That dropped? Yeah, it's like a little podcast, I believe. It, but I just seen like a little clip. Mm-hmm. It was with Rick Rubin and Andre, and he was like, um, yeah. He was like, have you been working on your music? He was like, nah. Like, I'm just not been inspired. He was like, I, like, he does music shit, but he's not like working on like something like a body of work being serious. He just, mm-hmm. you know, always dabbles in it. So like that just goes to show like he actually cares about like the, the craft. He's not just about to, like, because Andre can put out anything, really. It'll probably sell, make tons of money. He could probably take the tour, the whatever it is on act, you know, make it an act, make a bunch of money. But like you can tell, like he doesn't care about that shit. He just cares about like the art, mm-hmm. the the. It's, um, it's important nowadays. Yeah, to to some people, some people don't care about that. They just care about the, you know, having the, the head. Yeah, the head, the money, notoriety, the f- notoriety. Whereas. Right. Andre has all that. He just cares about the craft. Mm-hmm. It's it's good. It's refreshing to see that, you know. Yes, sir. And your your top off rappers. Three stacks, Kendrick, 
Jay Z, Biggie, and I would <laughs> see the last spot's always gonna be difficult, <laughs> right? Facts. First off, elaborate on all these arts that you just named. Okay, so three stacks, three stacks because he is so like going back, right? Let's let's let's, let's go back. And, and shout out to to, to Big Boy too, because I don't want to make yeah. Like, people be giving Big Boy. Yeah, Big Boy like, really, Big com- Boy really he compliments yeah, and he yes. compliments Andre well. I feel like, and I'm pretty sure if you ask Three Stacks, he'll tell you like Big Boy is like a better writer. Like he he would. I'm pretty sure he'll tell you that. Yeah. The reason I choose Three Stacks though is because <clears throat> when I choose my list of of top five rappers of all time, it doesn't only involve. How well you can rap, right? Because look at battle rappers. Like, them niggas can rap, right? But, like, on a song, <laughs> you don't be like, what the fuck are they? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it is an art form. And the way you structure songs, the way you get your message across, right? It's creativity. And it's about how are you, one, getting your message to me in a way sonically I like, in a way that if I hear something you say i'm like that shit like i i I couldn't think of that myself so like i pre that's appreciation for me if you say some shit i'm like damn like i would never think of that rhyme yeah yeah yeah. like i would never think that point of view i would never think of how you read that that rhyme scheme or like how you put how how you said me get for that punchline like that shit just caught me off left field yeah just like cardi uh baby voicing on flatbed freestyle you know very very good for you know like changing the whole orbit you know what i'm saying like cool bro also (laughs) how how well your albums are put together um to me albums are are the a big thing like if as an artist your album right is is basically like an athlete's season you know like what did you do this season like that like looking back on it like how how well did you play this season your album is going to be your season for that year depending on how many albums you drop usually you know if you're a real great artist you, you can you, you you wait to drop right there there are, there are exceptions but usually you know artists will drop then wait because like it, it's about the quality you know so like that takes time so three sex was able he was able to put all that together and he was able to create a sound that was very unique and and like wasn't um the the norm in hip-hop and it was very unorthodox but like he was fucking spitting if you heard like if you listen to three stacks it's just something about him and i can't i, I don't know what to tell you i can't tell you what it is it's the swag man it's, it's all of it you know what i'm saying like it, listen to him on solo like just solo reprise listen and to that last verse on Aquemini Aquemini like, my mind was just being <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like it goes out and you're talking about when it goes out and he comes back in yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just like what the fuck hello just, this is Andre yeah, yeah. and his rhyme schemes is so tough like how many syllables and rhymes the inner rhymes it's like this nigga is like, like he can spit and not only can he spit like then he can then he can take you for something like a uh, you go to the love below, like he'll give you some shit like that, and you like this nigga is just is great, like <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying, like this yeah. nigga is just great at, at what he does. So to me, uh, I haven't there hasn't been like another three sacks, so automatically he's he's in there, my top five. Kendrick, I mean, look, man, Kendrick is my favorite. <laughs> he's like he's my my favorite rapper of all time, and and it's, but I, Kendrick is a rapper that I feel like 
has and maybe it's because of of the era now there's not a lot of people so focused on making quality albums like there were back in the day uh like back in the 90s usually everybody was putting out some shit that like you had to listen to so it forced you to listen and like people had to fight and crawl for that top spot now a lot of niggas are just trying to put out songs for billboard which is cool but that put like puts kendrick in like a small lane and he's able to like what 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 has kendrick done that's bad I'm asking, like, what what has he done that's bad? That that you're like, this shit's like just not it. I think like when you enjoy an artist, you kind of really don't look at that. Yeah, film. yeah, you don't see that. You're very biased. Yeah, true. But here's the thing: if if he was, <laughs> I don't, to drop th- I, shit, I don't think I have though. If if yeah, if, if he was to drop shit so. that's ass, I, I would be. If able he to dropped tell East, you, I, would, I would be like, this yeah, but East is not ass though. If you ask me, to me it's ass. Because sonically, you have to... Now, there are people who fuck with it, but I'm saying to me, this shit's ass. And like I said, I'm also biased towards Earl, but... Right. Now, it, it, now, if he was to drop some shit that really didn't fuck... Or if he's like, I don't know, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, when he when he initially dropped to Pimp Butterfly, and me and Jake were talking about this when we were in school, and I was like, that shit's ass. And Jake was like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? <laughs> I was like, hey, bro, this shit's not it. And I was like, good kids, what, like, it's... And I was like, I understand what he was trying to do. I was, wasn't fucking with him. I'm like, this shit's ass. Like, what the fuck? I was mad as shit, too. I'm like, what? And then Jake was like, bro, like, just listen to this shit. So, like, I, I, I it took me a couple of listens, but then it clicked. I clicked first when listen that for me. Shit, I was like, damn, this nigga's greatest. When that, when that shit clicked, I was like, listen, bro, this shit might be one of the greatest albums I've ever heard in my life. Like, the way he... It's a Pippa Butterfly, man. That shit as an album, it, it brought me, like, it made me realize how special, how special albums can be. The narrative, the setup, the ending how dramatic it was and it and so many themes and messages and the duality bro like you can have think pieces about that shit and that shit's crazy and by far to me there hasn't been a project in the realm of hip-hop to do what to like to butterfly has done to me in the terms of concept and in terms of executing that concept very well um i just don't think there has been that um and 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 of course in this era he's i think he's in his own lane when it comes of like generations when it comes to generations so like rappers of this generation i think he's in his own lane um because he's mainstream but he doesn't do mainstream music so you have to account for him as a mainstream rapper but like when you look at mainstream rappers you can't put the closest thing is j cole you know what i'm saying but i don't think j cole is an all-time great but like he's like the closest thing when we're talking about mainstream hip-hop that you can compare to kendrick but again there's like different levels love j cole but i think there's different levels and i just don't think j cole is on that tier that kendrick is uh i think kendrick just well i agree but you be disrespecting Cole though. Like, I don't. I don't. I just. You most definitely. You say his music's not boring. It's not for me, bro. Why do y'all? Why do y'all feel a lot of people think J Cole's music is boring? Because I hear this from a lot of people. Um, it's just not that. In it's not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say this. All the people. Uh, I have a tendency of not liking shit. Um, just because somebody else likes it. So like um, just like right now, there's this um, 
the NBA Young Boy song that's going around or whatever. Everybody's like, this is fucking great. Is it Dirty Iana? Yeah, I guess. I, I have no clue what is it is. Is it really the Dirty Iana shit? Is he the Dirty Iana? No, that, that, shit, that shit's hard, though. But, like, that, that came out with a project, so I just listened to the project as a whole. You know what I'm saying? And listen to the context of the album, which which the album was straight. You know, I'm not I'm not about to keep bumping that shit, but, like, play a song, yeah, that shit's hard. It's cool, but... Like I said, I'm not gonna. I'm not about to listen to that song right now. I'm gonna wait until, you know, nobody's talking about anymore, and then then I'll be able to digest it. So, <clears throat> J Cole, people are like, "Oh, J Cole's so great." I'm like, "Have you heard Kendrick's music?" Like, like, and it, and then then you look at it and then you compare the two, and it's like they're not even like like you said. I think Kendrick's on a whole different level than J Cole. But then again, like I just listened to his music. So, like, Wet Dreams, when I first heard that, I was like, wow, this is great. But, like, after the first time, I don't care if I ever hear that song ever again. Mm-hmm. It's a good, great song, though. Great. Love the song, but it's, like, the point was done. Like, I don't need to go back and listen to that. So, like, in that sense, like, it just has no, like, longevity with me. Like, there's some J. Cole songs I like like to listen to, but for the most part, like, none of his shit, like, really sit with me. So, like, in that sense, like, it's boring. It's not enticing. Like I don't, I don't sit with that shit. There's not too much J Cole shits in my spins, at all. I, lo- I like the Revenge of the Three, uh, Revenge of the Dreamers Three though. I, lo- I fuck with that. <clears throat> I fuck with that. But like solo projects, I fuck with KO. Like some songs off KOD, but like I don't listen to them shits. Like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's just this is not my shit. Like I just don't. I don't know what it is. It just it just don't hit me. It don't. I don't feel it. It's because niggas don't like. <laughs> N- niggas want to hear some dumb shit. Niggas want to so, hear so about niggas I hear killing dumb niggas. Shit. Yes, that's what I want to hear. You want to hear Zan Man? You want to hear? <laughs> you want to hear? I like I like the younger people. It's cool. I like I'm gonna I like the I embrace the young the new I, sounds. I, I would admit that Cole early Cole. I'm turning on some JPEG Mafia before I'm turning on some Cole. So so post mixtape Cole, but pre I would say post mixtape Cole, but pre. Uh. Uh, fucking Born Center? No, not Born Center. Uh, the fucking album after that. Where he sent him? Twenty fourteen. Twenty. Yes. That shit too also made me mad. People was like, "Oh my god, this is so-. like that." I like that album too, though. I like twenty four fourteen Force's drive. People were like, "This is the best album ever." I'm like, "Bro, maybe like for his discography." Yes, I would say, but I, I don't would, even think it did. I think KOD. But a lot of it is a lot of people who are J Cole fans, right? So. A lot of people are J. Cole fans. Like, that's their only form of, like, hip-hop that is, like, concept-driven, substance-driven, right? Because I would say a lot of people who like J. Cole also like Drake, who makes very um, hit. Like, he makes pop music, turn-up music. He likes, He makes a lot of music for, like, his stream. Like, he's a stream artist, right? So like you're not gonna get a lot of concept driven. You're gonna get a lot of, you're gonna get a lot of hits with Drake. They're gonna like people like club music. Yeah, they're gonna like Cardi. They're gonna like fucking Young Boy. They're gonna like the Baby. Nothing wrong with these artists that I'm I'm saying, but they're not concept substance. So when you hear J Cole, you're like this nigga is giving me shit that these other niggas are not right. So then they they feel like oh J Cole is the best nigga doing it. Right, cause the, I mean, but so in in, the, in their realm, then probably yeah, like. But people don't have good. They don't have good taste palettes. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I feel like personally. I mean, I want it, it's just people don't. A lot of people, when it comes to a lot of things, don't know how to venture off and find what they like for themselves. They like to. 
I mean, and, and it's hard in the sense of of like venturing. Like nobody off can just go and, listen to MF Doom and be like and like it. Yeah, a like lot of niggas gonna be like, "What the fuck is this shit? Like, what is he talking about?" Right? But it takes a lot of getting used to. Like, you have to clean out your ears and you have to get used to new sounds. You have to adapt to new sounds. Adapt. Which is to why I don't flows. understand why people don't like Paper Cardi or uh, any of these new artists. I like Cardi. I love Cardi, but I'm not gonna put Cardi on a pedestal where I would put like Cole on a pedestal. Right, but I'm definitely turning on some Cardi before I turn on some Coda. That's you. That's, that's yeah, you. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's cool. cool. And I respect <laughs> it. I respect <laughs> it. But it, there is a there is a disrespect way for Cole, and I feel like it, it, it's cool now because he's gonna win his first Grammy this year. He's gonna win a Grammy so for it, Down Bad. You, you know who else is gonna win winning that? Young Nudie. Young I don't give fucking Nudie. Cole go to Cole has been. It, it, it's one of those things where Cole is just gonna be. He's gonna be undermined because of the error. He's in an error with Drake. People are gonna be like, he's Drake's the artist of the decade, right? Because like the numbers he did. He's in an era where Kendrick. That doesn't matter. I'm gonna say Kendrick, but go ahead. He's in an era where Kendrick. People are like, Kendrick is a like all time great. You know what I'm saying? So like he gets undermined, and, and it's kind of the Drew Brees effect, right? We talk about Drew Brees. He gets undermined because he was in an era with Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, right? Drew Brees is all time great, but people people make the argument that he was never the greatest of his era. Well. He was in an era where, that's debatable objectively because he he has had seasons better than Peyton and Tom both, but like he was in an era with Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, arguably the one and two best quarterbacks of all time. So that's a knock against him, and that's gonna be a knock against Cole because of the era he's in where you have Drake, you, you have Kendrick, and he fits that. Yeah, he also really has a Piper Cardi. I mean, but but I, if I you, think I mean we're like because I, I think, think about way, how many platinum records he has facts. with no features you know no features facts that i also respect way. he produces his own shit too i respect that a lot facts. yeah niggas ill with yeah. the beats but yeah. I, it, that goes to the point too I, I feel like he's just in a he, he's just he dropped middle child right and he was speaking about how he's the middle child because he's like the older generation younger generation he also is the middle child between like there's a kendrick and there's a drake and it just it, it sucks because i feel like he's in this lane this nigga's a stepchild. <laughs> <laughs> and people are going to look back and they're going to see, like, they're going to they're, they're gonna see Drake. They're going to see Kendrick, right? And then Cole is just going to be there. And I feel like he's just going to be the dude that was there. He, 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 like you said, he went platinum. He was the third nigga, like, of this era. Niggas look back to when we talk about mainstream popularity. Niggas be like, yeah, Cole was doing that shit. But, like, he was not selling the records Drake was selling and he wasn't like making the classics Kendrick was putting out. So that puts Cole in a situation where it's like, I, I feel like it, if you put Cole in, the, in in any other, I love Cole, bro. It, end of the day, I love Cole. The disrespect needs to stop. He makes music. He makes good music. And and this past year, he's been on a terrible, talk about features. There hasn't been a nigga doing features like Cole since the beginning of last year. Nigga has killed everything he has touched. Yeah. Viciously. Viciously. What is, speaking of features, um, what's the best feature y'all have heard this decade? Now that the decade's about to close, what's the best feature y'all have heard this decade that y'all can recall? I'ma have to say, um, have been tables. <laughs> <laughs> bro, that shit is crazy. That shit is a crazy feature. Best feature, bro. It's so much shit uh, that you have to take into account. Best feature that you've heard this past decade. Like you were just like, damn, this nigga body this. Uh, um, um, um. 
I'm gonna say that Hive Ken- Kendrick's Kendrick's verse on um Control? Control, yeah. That shit is ill. That shit just like shook shit up. So like yeah, he and, was like and now what? Yeah. He said that and then like now I was like now I'm gonna wait. Yeah. Dog, man. Dog. <laughs> that that shit's self explanatory. You ain't even gotta elaborate exactly. on that shit. You know, if you know you know. He pushed you the button. Yeah, he pushed the button. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but Ben Staples on Hive, man. Kill that shit. And then after he started dropping EDM albums. <laughs> but he he's, he's he's finding back. He say you know he 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 found his idea of what he wants to make now, so it's fine. It's whatever. I mean, I'm just look. I, I, I'm I'm ready for new events. Your best feature of the decade. Let's hear it. That's a hard question, bro. I don't know if I can give you an answer. Just give me one. You don't have to. You don't have to be the best. Just give me one. One of your favorites. My mind is scattered, bro. It is. It's a lot of shit. Just give me one. That's a big ass time. That's ten years. I know. We we know this, but just give me one. I'm gonna say a little be on that Wayne joint uh, <laughs> with them uh, off grocery party. Grocery party, uh, acceptable. I, I will fully I've accept that. I've never heard a with nigga the, come in <laughs> and do what little B did to a song. Yeah, little B's underrated. Very underrated. Very um, goaded with that tiny shirt and, and that. The, and that Tiny pants and the beat drop that shit. But go like crazy. that, 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 yep. that yeah. nigga. Yep. Yeah, a little be allowed for niggas to be comfortable. And just just, saying, just yeah. saying and just doing whatever. I mean that that's that's been a good thing, but also it's been a bad thing. I feel like in a sense, um, it, but everything in life comes with good and bad. Mm-hmm. So you gotta take it. So, but like, yeah, I believe that too. I believe he show people like do do whatever you want, like. And the internet wave, I feel like he's very big on that YouTube and just using the internet as a platform for his music. True. So we um we were still on Ed's top five. I think we kind of like for like a, a while kind of <laughs> went off. I think you, he track. was on two, right? He was on Kendrick. Yeah, I was on Kendrick. Three stacks, uh, Kendrick. <laughs> I forgot what the fuck. Thank I said. you, Jay. Jay. Yeah, Jay Z. Uh, I think Jay Z is just the epitome of like rapper. You think of a rapper. You think of like Jay Z. That nigga has done everything. He has so many albums, so many records sold. The nigga and don't touch a pen. Uh, and don't touch a pen. Like just imagine coming up with it. You can close your eyes. It's like a movie listening to him, and he does it without even like writing it. Writing it. And his kiss, his control of his voice. Like when he's on a track, like that nigga demands respect. Like he <laughs> controls the track. Like when he's just rapping. His flow seems so effortless, man. Effortless, yeah. That, that's the word I'm looking for. It was, it's just like effortless. That nigga controls the the track. He, I think, like I said, I think he's the epitome of like being a rapper. When you think of rap, Jay Z, but like he has done it all, and he continues to do so at a high level. When you think of people relevant in the '90s, how many people that were relevant in the '90s are relevant now? And Jay is still relevant, and that. It's for a reason. Uh, I think. Who else did I say? I said Jay. You said Three Stacks, Kendrick. I already said th- uh, Biggie. Look, bro. I don't know Biggie. I, I know a lot of Biggie. He only had two albums. Look, bro. I've never heard a smoother rapper than Biggie, bro. Biggie get on the track and fucking rap his ass off. And he. The confidence, the swag. Nigga made a song about selling crack and he called it the 10 Crack Commandments. 
it has to be one of the greatest hip hop songs <laughs> of all time. Yeah. Nigga gave you a, a rules how to sell crack and he did it so smooth. Like that nigga, everything he did was just smooth and it, it flowed so well. And like he rhymed just like, he rhymed also effort, effortlessly. But the difference between him and Jay is, like I said, I think it's, it was just smooth. It was just like, Hypnotize, I think, is the smoothest hip hop song ever. Like the the way the nigga just raps, the way he rides the beat, the flow, like that <laughs> nigga is big. And, and and it sucks that we we couldn't see how he would evolve in in the two thousands and then this decade. And you know, shit happens. But for what he did, and and for the two projects, he he only did two projects. And look at like the mark he's left behind. So I would most definitely put Biggie in there. And then, who was my last one? Yeah, he didn't, he didn't come up. I didn't come up with my last one. Yeah, because I was saying that this is always a hard spot. And there's a lot of people I could put. I could put Nas, right? I could put Black Dog. I could put fucking Lupe. Damn. I could put... It could B.O.B. Scarface. <laughs> B.O.B. Yeah. I could put Scarface. Um... I think I heard you say Scarface one time when we were talking about top five. Yeah, I, I, it's so many people, and like my top five will always continue to it like cha- changes a, yeah, depending on like the different day, shit. The, the day, day, bro, it's shit. um, yeah, man. I, so I, I would say today I would put Nas. I'll put, yeah, I'll put Nas. Uh, Nas because look, Nas is we we can Illmatic man. When did that come out? 93, 94? It came out in 93. 93. When that or shit... was it 96? Nah. Nah, nah, nah. I nah, think nah, it's 94, 94, actually. Yeah, yeah, it was 93 or 94. Yeah. How young was he? He was like... What? He came out in 94. Yeah, 94. 94. The nigga was young as shit. And when he dropped that shit, it wasn't... Yeah, it came out in 94. And it wasn't like the biggest shit. Like, because Snoop dropped Doggy Style. That shit was going fucking... Crazy, you know what I'm saying? A year before, yeah, that, yeah. Wu Tang, Wu Tang shit was that going crazy. I'm, I'm gonna interrupt y'all for a minute. That just goes to show that um, I was gonna touch with people before that um, first week sales really don't mean anything in the grand scheme of things. Exactly. I would agree, most of that. I don't mean anything, but we'll go ahead. Yeah, it I, that album was just being overshined by like a lot of good shit. Um, and and also because of like music was also not as accessible as it was now. Exactly. True. So. But when people finally, like, got a hold of what that nigga did, and to what Jacob was saying about all the producers he brought, like, he took all New York niggas, like, he took the the top producers, right? And he was like, I'm a, I want these niggas on, my, on this album because I want to create something that's just, like... And, and from Genesis to the last track, like, he dropped the best hip-hop album up to that point and for like a long time like that's always gonna be in the conversation for like goat albums you know and like any genre how poetic the shit was so many quotables off that alone and that the influence he had on other rappers coming in i would say uh he had a big influence on jay he had a big influence on new york as a whole uh, how niggas rap, how they approach rap, you know, and a lot of people say though that that like after Illmatic, I think Stillmatic, um, and then uh, Nostradamus and fucking, uh, there's other albums, 
a lot of people would take Knox because of his discography and like Jacob said, his beat selection. Um, I don't think he's ever hit that pinnacle of Illmatic, but again, that's like a fucking hard pinnacle to hit. Talking about, I feel like Godson, like Godson and I am. I am is like another it's crazy. Yeah, but yeah, I am is just unfuckwittable. I think he mm-hmm. has. <clears throat> he's again is I use this term a lot. He was a rapper's rapper. Um, It, he kind of took the whole New York, New York, in in a sense, like took a lot of shit from Nas, and that sound, right? Especially like post Illmatic, you talking about New York, how niggas rapped came from Nas, man, and that nigga is just goaded, bro. You know what I'm saying? He he he's goaded. He will forever be goaded. Uh. The, the the shit he did with Kanye, I'm, I wasn't the biggest fan of. Uh, uh, you checked it out. You checked it out, Jacob. The Nasir album. Yeah, Nasir. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. Yeah. It's just a couple of lessons and then kind of just yeah sweep it under the rug. But it was still good content. There. Yeah, of course, of nice, course. You know He's always gonna good content. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, man, it, it, it's so much. Shit. It's so many rappers that 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 deserve to be in a conversation. Uh, I feel like. A lot of them don't get kind of the um, they get respect, but I don't think they get the, the 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 attention that they deserve. You know what I'm saying? I think uh, Black Thought being one of them. I think Black Thought as a rapper is probably like the best that <laughs> he gets. Like, yeah, he 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 dropped his two projects EPs. <clears throat> I think they were last year. The Streams of Thought, Streams of Thought one with Ninth. That shit was just so fucking crazy, bro. And that shit just, like, you know, people kind of just, you know, hip-hop heads fuck with it, but, you know, niggas are not going to get into, like, rapidly rap shit for real. She was just fucking crazy. And I'm like, bro, there's niggas are just not, like, rapping like this nigga, bro. Like, nah, this nigga. This is on a whole other level. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, Super bro. Super Saiyan 5 type shit. Like, niggas are just not rapping like this nigga. So, it's just so many people. Did Shout you- out LL Cool J, too. He most deaf. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what nobody say. LL Jacob, was Jacob, cold as fuck. Th- who, who you taking? Uh, you you ever listen to LL Cool J? I used to listen to, I mean, uh, I I think the only album that I consistently listened to was his Goat album. I used to have that like on my Xbox. You know what I'm saying? Like my original Xbox. I used yeah. to play like Burnout and like listen to that shit. Like I was <laughs> like, yo, this nigga's ill. Okay. But I mean, like, uh, you know, he was held in high regard. You know, in his time and still like to this day considers himself like the greatest. I, what I'm gonna ask you is, um, you taking, you taking El Cudi over Lil Wayne? This was a topic of of discussion among me and Ed <laughs> and my mom. You know, asked my sister. It's difficult because it's the like, two different eras, two different. You know, El Cudi is like hip hop, and then Lil Wayne is like rap. You know what I'm saying? In the sense, like it's like two different art forms. You getting like two different type. You know what I'm saying? Like you look at a. Andy Warhol, and it's 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 straight to the point. And then you're looking at a Basquiat, and then it's all over the place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Lil Wayne is kind of just everywhere with it, while LL Cool J is kind of like more formulaic. Like you know, Lil Wayne and Hov both don't write, but you can tell who appreciates putting, uh, uh observing things, and and kind of um. 
making it intellectual. You know what I'm saying? Like the the mind of Lil Wayne and the mind of Jay Z are like two completely different minds. Yeah. I don't know if you can get what you know. No, I'm, I get I get you saying, but I'm definitely I'm not. Um, to answer the question, it's it's difficult for me to answer because I've I've never really appreciated either. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I, I never I've never Wayne. I never appreciated uh, Cool J. So I, I not love Lil Wayne. I'm taking that low. I'm taking that low. I took I took I mean I listened to more Wayne just because you know I grew up. We grew up, up with that. We grew up it. with that. But like. But like I asked my mom, you know, I'm like my mom lived through that, so I was like, who you choose? I mean, but she, but then again, she's also the biggest Wayne fan, so she's mm-hmm. like, I'm Wayne, like what the fuck? But I'm like, I appreciate what LL does more, but I don't know, man. That's, that's a difficult question because I never, I never really like. It is, it is, I, and also I, I wanna, a lot of people would would would, uh, there's a lot of people who really regard Wayne as like. The best of all time. At rapping. I just want to say that he will never approach my top 10 ever. He never approached it. Wayne, I, as a kid, I was the biggest, like, who wasn't the biggest Wayne fan? You know what I'm saying? As time has moved on, and I, 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 would, I would go back and listen, I've now realized that I was, everybody was fucking with Wayne. It made me fuck with Wayne. And he said he was the best rapper alive. I believed it. He did a lot of metaphors. So a lot of shit that I was like, nigga, this shit's hard. Like, it's easy to... Easy that's, F, baby. And the F is for phenomenal. Nigga. You know what I'm saying? It's a, the easiest way to catch people rapping is, by, is through metaphors and similes. Because it, it's, the, it's the easiest way to form a punchline. It's the easiest way to, 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 to make people realize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh... And he was just providing that. And at that point, if you wasn't doing what Wayne was doing, I didn't think you were better than Wayne. I would tell you that, oh, Wayne's a better rapper than Eminem. Now, if you ask me today who's a better rapper, Wayne or Eminem, <laughs> it's, not even fucking, uh, it's not even a question. You know what I'm saying? I, I think Eminem is a, is, a, is a much better rapper than Wayne. Now, not to disrespect Wayne, because what Wayne did was amazing. I still have love for Wayne. But my value of Wayne, I, I've realized, has is not like I, I I appreciate people like Lupe more than I appreciate people like 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 Wayne. I I appreciate people like Black Thought more than I appreciate Wayne. And, and back then, I'm pretty sure I would tell you like Wayne is a better rapper than Black Thought. And I now I just no. And I want people to realize because I know people out there, uh, Tavon, <laughs> who would say Wayne is the best rapper of all time. I I would I would encourage you to. To uh, everybody has different palettes. I would I would I would encourage you to 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 kind of listen to different things and then and then reevaluate. But everybody has different palettes. Not everybody, you know, not everybody on the same wavelength. Which what may be your favorite shit may not be somebody else's favorite shit. Let's close cool about favorites, right? But, when, but, but I when you, favorite, it's about favorites. But, like, but when you do somebody the best, right? That's that's you're putting you're taking your subjective thing and you're making that objective, right? When you when you say somebody's the best at it, right? I think with words, there is some objectivity to that. Like some people are better with words than other people. Some people are better rappers than other people. And that can be identified. Just like I would say that Shakespeare is a better wordsmith than Dr. Seuss, right? 
Now, people can like Dr. Seuss more. I love Dr. Seuss. I just watched uh, The Grinch with CJ the other day. He was rolling. It's, it's, Shout out CJ. Shout out CJ. But I'm not going to sit here and say Dr. Seuss is a better wordsmith than Shakespeare. And I think that anybody who studies, right, in the English language, like who takes that shit seriously, like really studies it, cast professors, I think they'll tell you the same thing. I think they'll tell you that Shakespeare is a better wordsmith than Dr. Seuss. And I, I don't think Lil Wayne is the best rapper of all time. That's all I'm going to say about it. It's like something, it's like a lot of things are opinion based, but sometimes you just got to be like, nah. just got to be like, nah. Um, Jacob, what's some um, your top five beat tapes? Ooh, beat tapes? God damn, nigga. Can I just give you producers? Because I don't, yeah, I don't really know. Like, yeah, top, okay, yeah. Well, top, top five, like, beat top five tapes, producers. Like, it's, it's, you know what I'm saying? D- Madlib, one. Dilla, two. Mm. Why, why Madlib number one? Just because he's... He... It's just his, his form. And he just does things so effortlessly. And, like, when I watch, and, you know, he's real, like, secretive. So, like, a lot of the things that I find out about him is by, like, the people he works with. You know what I'm saying? Like, watching Freddie Gibbs interviews or uh, uh, people in his camp or um, listening to uh, Moe's Def or Jay Dilla, people that have worked with him because, you know, like, Madlib doesn't speak much. He just allows his music to speak for him. Um, He DJs. He plays the keys. He plays the guitar, you know, he's like a, a, a real artist. Like his body of work isn't just hip hop, it's like jazz. And then you listen to his music and then it's like, he's uh, influenced by like the Ethiopian culture. He's, he's influenced by uh, 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 like African drums. Well, I mean, that's the same, but you know, like his his palette is, is very expansive. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's not just, you can't just put your finger on it and say, okay, that's Mad Lib. Yeah, but he has a very distinct sound to where you know I've listened to it so much that I was like, okay, just I I can kind of tell when it's when it's when it's uh when it's Madlib, Jay yeah. Dilla, um, I would say JD for you know his his energy like the way his energy and both of these two are ill at rapping too, but I like Dilla's verses more. Just cause like the the way he's just overly aggressive and is like really about the rap and shit and is like will tell you like yo you ain't hopping on my shit and I ain't gonna hop on your <laughs> shit my shit is top shelf we got the three dollar joint I got the, you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah and, um I would say RZA would be three Hold on, let me think let me think let me think let me think yeah I would I would stand on that RZA would be three because you know he he a lot of his work is like slow and like dark and and that's you know my direction right now is kind of like that it's kind of like real slow i like 60 and 70 bpm yeah and um his his work his like the samples he used like the soul samples that he used is something that i appreciate a lot and something that i take from a lot for I would say Dre, Dr. Dre, because you know, he 
he perfected the West Coast bounce, and a lot of DJs slash producers have tried to mimic his sound. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he was like the like the heart of the West Coast sound. He was like if 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 every rapper wanted to be Nas, like every producer wanted to be, be Dre. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He he uh his he he birthed an entire culture out on the West Side. Yeah. Um. Five. I would say um I would say premiere for um for his appreciation for the culture and his own sound and also, you know, the the duo of of Gangstar, him and Guru, I appreciate so much for all that they've taught me. Like I said before about Wu Tang's music, how they taught me about myself, the the exact same thing with with Gangstar. Guru was a, a top tier artist that I appreciate, not just the rapping, but you know he was really content driven, was really telling the people how it was and how to better themselves. And Premier was about the same thing, except he was more, uh, you know, on the turntables and and and, and the SP twelve hundred to to give the feel of what the the he was giving the feel of the truth that the MC was trying to give. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying his catalog is just ill. He he is hip hop. Yeah. To the core. To the core. Yeah. A lot. Go yeah. ahead. No, I was just gonna say like a, a lot of my you know like my favorite artists come from like the East Coast like you know like my my style is like real real appreciative of that that boom bap sound. Yeah. Yeah, boom bap. I like the boom bap shit. I also like the new age <coughs> shit. I like the boom bap shit if it's done right, though. Mm-hmm. I love it if it's done right. Like, somebody gets on spit the right shit. Like, ah, I love that shit, but seems like a lost thing nowadays. Anything else you would like to touch touch upon? Let's add. Uh, let's ask Ed that question. Was you, you got a top five? Producers? Yeah. Yeah, not in order, though. I would say Ninth. Ninth Wonder. Uh, I would say Kanye. I would say Yeah, no, 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 I'm almost Yeah, I would say Dilla. Yeah. I would say <laughs> I would say for real. Most of the most of say for real. And uh fifth, here we go, this fifth spot again. I would say, yeah, I would say Dre. I see. I, there's a. I love Pharrell, because of how. I love his ear. I love that nigga's like his ear for sound, and I I like how he can. Just jump between between different genres, and whatever he hops on, like you notice it's about to fucking, <laughs> about to fucking just hit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and Dre to like with everything Jacob said 
his sound is West Coast. You know what I'm saying? Like he set up the blueprint for for what West Coast sounds like. Um, Kanye, because I mean we already had a think piece about Kanye. You know Kanye Ninth, because I feel like Ninth. We just talking about boom bap. I feel like that nigga makes the best tracks for like if you want to hop on some boom bap shit, some shit that's gonna like nigga make your face. Get an ugly like face. You smell shit. Yeah, it's ugly face. That nigga shit. But you gonna have it's you ridiculous. definitely gonna have to have the bars to compliment it. Definitely. thing gonna give his beat to just anybody. You know what I'm saying? Oh, obviously, obviously. Yeah. No, yeah, 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 like you gotta have you, you gotta come correct. You know what I'm saying? It's certain beats you hear that you know, like you just gotta come correct. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like nigga, I need like you gotta be on your shit. Ninth, most that provides that, and I I think that would be my top five. I would. It's probably somebody that I'm gonna realize later and be mad as fuck that I didn't say, but you know that, that's how it goes. It's my top five. I stand by it. You don't like it? Come come shoot me. Really. Anything else? I touch on? Nah, not that I can think of now. Thoughts on voting? What's in on that note? Thoughts on voting? Oh, uh, I mean, like, it's important to a degree. You know what I'm saying? Like, voting for the president, that's out of our hands. You know, I think that we're led astray by the popular vote. But, like, locally, I think if we can change things locally then that would be more beneficial and more impactful to the you know to the people yeah but i mean like the people just need to realize like a lot of the shit that's going on is is kind of already orchestrated you know we like laws are changing every day our rights are being taken from us you know i mean just look at the internet you know like this is the this is the place where people can come together you know like this is this is the ultimate, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of content that's positive is being taken down. A lot of content that's informative is being taken down in order to keep us from that, you know what I'm saying? Like, we we had to read a book for that, but now we the people who read the books can just start a blog or could start a uh, Instagram or a YouTube page uh, or a YouTube channel and then, and then teach the people and tell the people, you know, what's going on. A lot of that stuff is being taken down. But, like, the voting, I mean, you know, just just look at it. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the people that win the majority vote, are we, if we just talking about, like, the president and whatnot, you know what I'm saying? A lot of the people that win the popular vote don't even become president. Yeah. Uh, but it starts with um, your state legislators and stuff, who you have in office represents your... Um, electoral system. Yeah, electoral system. So mm-hmm. it starts with the local and then the state. And then that's what ultimately to come, uh, ultimately determines like the how you how your your state votes is who you get in there to vote for you basically. Mm-hmm. But um, how do you feel? I just know people need to become politicians if they care so much. Mm-hmm. Good, like you said, it's orchestrated. I believe that too. Shit's gonna be how it's gonna be at the end of the day. Um, I don't like people trying to tell me to vote um, when my life's not going to benefit from it directly. So don't tell me what I should be doing. How do you think society would thrive without a system? A lot of people would say that it'd be chaos, right? Uh, there was a, uh, what's his name? There was a philosopher who made this theory that um, basically what you're saying, society without a system. And it's, it, it, 
basically this to sum it up that it, it, it would be chaos right so if what what keeps people away from robbing somebody or stealing something from somebody is it really because of the moral code or is it be afraid of being caught right so if you take one of those away what does that look like i don't view it that way i don't think it'll be utter chaos um i think that if we take systems our system away um i think that we as a people would just emerge again and create a new system because i feel like people have to live by order uh but I do think that's an interesting question I also do want to say that it goes along with the whole voting shit and society shit that don't jump to conclusions uh, social media is not real in a sense of if you see a video on Twitter of somebody getting their ass beat right and or somebody being detained if you see a video and then you see the caption and the caption tells you one thing don't automatically believe the caption because views are skewed, right? People want you to think a certain way. Yeah, agendas are very pushed on social media. Pe- people want us to be divided. If somebody believes one thing, if you're liberal, if you're conservative, it's cool. You're going to be cool with me regardless. As long as you are, as you respect me as a person, we cool. I don't give a fuck how you vote. I don't care what you believe in. As long as you respect me and my people as people, I'm going to be cool with you. This whole shit of we can't get along or this shit just like fuck you, you know what I'm saying? That's like literally what people, they, they want us to do that, you know what I'm saying? Like the two biggest news stations in America are CNN and Fox, right? And Fox is very biased towards the right, CNN very biased towards the left. And that's for a fucking reason. They have fan bases and they want you to believe what they're saying. And in reality, what they're saying, neither are true. It's all very skewed and you're never getting the, the, the true story behind what you think that you're hearing. So it's, it, it's the difference between first-hand knowledge and second-hand knowledge. A lot of us are running with second-hand knowledge and thinking that it's first-hand knowledge. And it's foolish. A, a, a lot of us are arguing for no reasons. There's a lot of... Uh, of, of it, a lot of stupid shit going on. And, and it doesn't have to be. Just make sure that you yourself know what's, what's going, going on. on. Make sure that you research yourself. Like, do a lot of research on sources. Like, understand what what's a credible source. Like, what does that look like? Just because you see a video, or just because somebody speaks about something. Just because somebody has a check mark by their name. Just because somebody has a check mark by them by their name, or just because Twitter says something. You know, Twitter activists, or just because your friends think a certain way doesn't mean you have to think a certain way. Come to conclusions by yourself. Understand what values mean to you. Uh, find your own values, and then when you find those values, try to. Uh, understand why you believe in those values and if you can't do that then you know you shouldn't be speaking on these topics anyway because you're just adding to the problem you know learn learn the difference between first hand and second hand knowledge you know it's very important Um, and that's how I'm going to say about that bro Drew Brees Super Bowl MVP when it's it's releases I'm pretty sure that it's already going to come you know, to a conclusion, but damn, if it comes out, he's not super boring. Pete, niggas gonna be laughing at your ass. It's 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 gonna happen, my nigga. Okay, if you say so. But yeah. Um, if you've listened this long, thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate um, it for sure. Um, this has been fun getting these thoughts off. Um, I need to be making my mind think as well. Um, 
thank you and um this has been an episode of underground squirrel um Yo, Thank you. Yo, check me out on SoundCloud. Yeah, check out Jake, A-U- man. Drop it. Pettigrew, A-U-P-E-T-T-I-G-R-E-W. Ed, where, where can I get you at? Yeah. Official ED. Yeah. On what? SoundCloud. Also, I don't p- drop shit no more for real, so just follow me on Twitter at the block doctor underscore. Yeah. Anything see. else, um, like, project-wise, look out for? This is dropping. I'm keeping this on the low. Hello? Yeah, this is gonna drop, you know what I'm saying, yeah, next year. Yeah. But but a lot of content on the way. Yeah, a lot of content. So stay in tune, man. <laughs> Sir. And and editing, you know. We'll see what we see, bro. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for listening to the song. Um this has been a good episode, fun episode. Um so it's underground ones, bro. Signing out. Peace. Peace.